Hey friends, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Sangimino, and this podcast brings you short, bite-sized pieces of business advice to help you grow your yoga and wellness business. Make sure you hop into the Yoga Business Strategy Facebook group and say hello, as well as go to the website megsangimino.com to download some free resources. And make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. As some of you know from following me on Instagram, I've been sick for the past couple weeks, which is why we haven't had any new podcast episodes come out. So I just want to thank you all for the nice messages that I've been receiving on Instagram asking me how I'm feeling. Feeling a lot better, but as you might notice, I might sound a little bit nasally. So we're just going to roll with it. And today we're going to be talking about five things that I work on during slow seasons to make busy seasons even easier, even more smooth, streamlined, and profitable. Because really the goal and something that we want to keep in mind when we're planning out our year is that each sales period that we have, and by sales period I mean when we're taking on new clients, when we're enrolling in a program or a retreat, We really want each of those seasons to get easier and easier as our business grows. So when slow seasons hit, and often for yoga teachers, that's in the summer um, or around the holidays, anytime when our students are often with their families, not really focusing on their yoga practice, not really focusing on, you know, being in a studio if you have a studio or really focusing on their home practice, you know, if you're someone who teaches online. We want to make sure we're taking those slow seasons and we're not getting discouraged, but we are taking steps in our business to strengthen our business whenever things do speed up again. So this is something I work with our YBA, our Yoga Biz Accelerator clients on, especially when we're running around of YBA during a slow season, because all of our clients say the same things. So right now, as I'm recording this episode, we're in, we're getting into the end of July and a lot of our clients are seeing a dip in new clients. A lot of their existing clients or students are busy, aren't really showing up as much. And so there's sort of this mass panic. And so what I want to talk about in this episode, if maybe you're feeling those things or you have in the past, are some things that you can work on during the slow seasons to really make those busy seasons a little bit smoother and to keep your business growing, to keep that confidence up, to keep that energy high as you enter into a busy season. I know I struggle with this as an entrepreneur. I am a full-time entrepreneur. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But either way, you're feeling those highs and those lows. When you feel those lows, sometimes it's hard to really step back and see that the slow seasons are really normal. So I find that working on these five things, which we're gonna talk about today, really helps me kind of stay focused, have clarity on what I'm working on every single day. And then I really do find that my sales seasons run smoother because I've taken the time to strengthen these systems in the background. So the first one and quite possibly the most important one is growing my audience. During a sales season is not the time to be growing your audience. I talk about launching a lot on this podcast, But a lot of people go onto social media and they try to get a bunch of followers when the doors to their program or their retreat opens. That is not the time to be growing your audience. In a sales season, you're engaging your existing audience and you're converting them 
and you're using all the sales strategies that we talk about on here, you're converting them to being paying clients. But in the off seasons is when you're actually pulling those people in, you're introducing yourself to them, you're showing them what you do, you're educating them. There's a whole process that goes on in our marketing to take people on that journey from random person on the internet to paying client. So on that, in the off season, in the slow seasons that maybe you're feeling right now, that's when growing your audience is really important. And I don't just mean posting on social media because posting on social media is a dead strategy in terms of growing an audience. When I help our clients in YBA grow their audience, I help them launch podcasts, maybe start blogs, and use those platforms to pull people onto an email list. When you can see your email list growing, that means that your audience is growing. But no longer is posting on Instagram once or twice really a strategy for growing a really aligned, really engaged audience. That's just not how the algorithms work anymore. Five, 10 years ago, that did work. Sometimes you would post, it would go viral, and you'd get all these followers. That's not really how it works anymore. It's a really slow strategy to try to leverage social media in that way. So the way that we help our clients in YBA do this is really using email list growth strategies by leveraging platforms that have a longer shelf life. So in other words, platforms that are searchable. So whenever you search something on Google, what are the platforms that come up? YouTube videos come up. Sometimes podcast episodes or podcast channels come up blogs, often Pinterest comes up, but you don't see random Facebook and Instagram posts coming up. So that's really where we want to be focusing our energy, growing our audience and pulling people from the online space onto an email list. So that kind of brings me to some other pieces that I just touched on that I've also been working on during this slow season that you might find helpful for you. So working on your website, your website is something that might come up in a Google search for someone because of what we call SEO, search engine optimization. So going onto your website and maybe, you know, really fixing it up, making it a little bit better, working on the copy, working on the images. Maybe you have a brand photo shoot and you update some of your photos on there, but really doing the things on your website that maybe you've been putting off for a while. I just recently did this. If you go to my website, megsangimino.com, I just revamped our whole freebies. I revamped the sales page for the Yoga Biz Accelerator. I revamped the sales page for the Wellness Program Builder. I really went in there and I took a new fresh look at the messaging on there, at the call to actions, and I made them a little more intentional because we're doing a lot of things in our business and sometimes we throw sales pages together, we throw landing pages together, and that's okay. We're often rushed during sales seasons. Getting something out there is better than nothing. But in a slow season, what if we took a second look at some of those things that we kind of hastily put together and we made them even better? The third thing is automating some of the processes in my business that I've kind of just been doing manually. So I went through and I automated my whole onboarding process. So I'll use an example. One of my clients, Sarah, she runs retreats and she's starting to run even more retreats. Something that I've helped her with is automating the process of onboarding people once they sign up for the retreat. Because before, you know, she was going through the process of five, 10 people signed up. She had to get them invoices. She had to get them contracts and she was doing it all by hand. But now that she has a process for enrolling people, she can automate all that backend stuff. So that's what I've been doing. I've been automating the process of when you sign up for one of our programs, 
all the onboarding emails now are automated. I don't have to go in and do any of that myself. And that saves me a lot of time, a lot of energy, and my time and my energy is precious. So that's one of the things I've been doing during this slow season to really kind of help out future Meg whenever in a couple months when we'll be enrolling for the Yoga Biz Accelerator, I don't want to have to be worrying about all those onboarding emails, all those invoices going out. I can make a computer do that for me. I just needed to sit down and take the time to actually automate it. Okay, number four here is working on local collaborations. So this might be relevant to you, it might not. It's a lot more relevant for yoga teachers who teach locally, whether you own a studio, you know, you teach park yoga, you take on private clients. Um, it's really important to get out there in front of people. No one's going to sign up for your class, your workshop, your retreat if they don't know you. So reaching out and starting to network with local businesses, with other yoga teachers, with small businesses that might have a similar audience to you but are not a direct competitor. So I help a lot of my clients work with other local wellness studios or therapists or people who might be a good contact to refer clients to you and really start to build those relationships. When you're in the middle of a sales season, the last thing you want to do is sit down and try to randomly, really flustered, kind of impulsively start trying to collaborate with local businesses. Slow season is a much better time to do that, not just because you are you have a lot more time, but they also have a lot more time. If your audience is, you know, kind of busy off on vacation with their families, waiting for their kids to go back to school, most likely those therapists are feeling the same thing. Those massage, those masseuses, you know. So it's really a good strategy because then you can kind of solidify some of those relationships and start to build up this network of other professionals that you can you know, network with. All right, the last one, really, really important here, is I've been focusing on my personal practice. Now, this hasn't really been relevant the last two weeks because I've been very, very sick, but when I am in a slow season and I start to feel some of those, you know, some of those emotional, okay, business feels slow, that's hard, it's even more important to prioritize my personal practice. It's important to dive back into what it is to be a student, to get back into that beginner mindset, because sometimes as teachers, we go so long being teachers, we forget how to be students. We can only serve our students at the highest level if we remember what it's like to be in their shoes, to be practicing what they're practicing, to be going through what they're going through. So that has been a huge priority for me during this slow season. So in summary, some of the things that maybe you could be working on during some of the slower seasons, growing your audience, right? Finally launching that podcast, finally putting energy into that blog. We're going to talk about this a little bit more in the next episode, but really honing in on your audience growth so that your marketing can be a lot more streamlined. In that same vein, working on your website or updating your sales pages, automating some of the processes in your business like onboarding, working on some local collaborations, and focusing on your personal practice. All right, everyone, I hope this was helpful for you. And if you have any yoga teacher friends who you think could benefit from this podcast, go ahead and send this to them. That's how this podcast grows, is just people like you sending this to other people like you, and we can really build a business together. 
Thanks for being here. And I will see you back here on the Yoga Biz podcast really soon.